see the stairs wind up to level one and through the corridor we rush to get in and watch the moves to other floors then mark is out we'd arc around the whiteboard and huck in surpassing rounds the inner circle within a square the same squad still immersed sitting in the chairs through the siren sounds together we step as this one from then to now to forever the room lives on G'day guys, welcome to The Room, the round one review for season 2023. Yes, done and dusted, unfortunately, only 23 more to go. Actually, 27 if you include the finals, uh, which my team won't be playing in. Got the full squad here tonight, we'll we'll go through a few things. There's no rundown sheet yet, I've cracked it. So, no rundown sheet, no effort. And we also haven't done an audio sync, so we're about to do that live. Everyone's going to count after Masto. Everybody, everybody at home, everybody at home, I want you to join in. This is a good uh, peek behind the curtain for everyone at home. Ready? We'll, we'll just go to seven. Five. One, two, two three, three, four, four, five, five, five six, 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 seven. 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 There you go, guys. A little <laughs> sneak. Why did you guys purposely fuck that up? What do you mean? I didn't fuck anything that up. That was you so out of time. That no, was that's so the, out of that's time. That's the whole point of the sink. Oh, uh, but it was so poorly synced. No, Steve <laughs> syncs it later. It's fine. No, Steve knows what to do. If Everything anyone else would also like to learn like Kuro, you can join in for a session with Steve at a later date and time. He should do behind the scenes with Steve. Yeah, oh, I'm just hooking everybody. I'm just hooking. Now it was um it was an interesting week of footy. Look, I'm just going to come up and just so I don't have to address it later, and because I don't want to have too much analysis, throw out my top eight, put the pies in, fuck the suns, um, stuff the suns out, and Frio also still suck. Saints are lit. Ross Lyons a jet, and yeah, that's my footy analysis for. The weekend, yes, Barb's. I know what you're thinking and gonna say, but just say it anyway. Say it live. We're giving everyone a sneak peek behind the curtain, so may as well continue. No, I wasn't even. I was just gonna say, well, that's the whole pod done. Cool. You've given us the entire review of everything, and we might as well just call it there. Saints are fucking lit. What else needs to be said? Beautiful. You tell me, Bubs. I'm happy for you to carry on that Saints um, wagon. That's clearly something in this new segment that Kuro is going to introduce in what you liked from the weekend and what you didn't like. And clearly, you like the Saints. I guess we can. I guess we can transition into that if you want. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't do a rundown sheet or prepare. Uh, how about we throw to Kuro to introduce the segment properly? I hate you, I love you, I hate you, I love you, I hate you, I love you, I hate you, I love you. Look, firstly, I wanted to say hello to the listeners. I hope they had a riveting first weekend of footy back. It was uh, super exciting, capped off by Ross Lyon getting it done for the Saints. There was numerous games that we were all on the edge of our seat starting from Thursday, so... I uh, thought I'd come up with something a bit different this week. Usually my segments are pretty shit. Um, but given footy's back and there's plenty of things to talk about, I thought to get us all involved that we'd give something that we really liked or liked and didn't like on the weekend. To give an example to start us off, what I did like was that the dog's dinosaur era is over 
I really like that. The four tools is over. I don't know how they th- think that's going to work. I, I, yeah, I, I know there was talk about a preseason. It's going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread, but I, I just don't think it's going to work. And against Melbourne, who had a fair few out, I'm surprised it didn't work. Um, what I didn't you, like. You think that's it? You think it's done? Dead I think the, it's done. And done to, and dusted, baby. Well, to, to further accentuate from that, Rory Lobb's now injured and he has to have minor surgery. So I don't think we're ever going to see it again. Um, I, I don't know about you What was the issue what, what, with it? What was the issue? Why didn't it work? Oh, I mean, they had how many inside 50s and just didn't get enough marks inside 50? I think they had a total of maybe seven for the entire game, which with that type of aerial threat, you're going to think that you're going to get a lot more than that um, against a team that had Stephen May out. Like, Do you think Jamara and Darcy are just not quite at the level that maybe the cop thought they would be at given... I mean, they're obviously still young, but maybe another preseason hasn't quite done the wonders that everyone was a little bit worried it might have done for them. Oh, I just I just thought that against a team like Melbourne who aren't overly tall down there that it would be a perfect opportunity for them to exploit that and sort of highlight to us their strengths in those young key forwards who I do think are super talented, but yeah, I just don't know if it's going to work for them. Um, and it's something that a few other teams as well, Carlton in particular, if they can't fix that forward mix in their game, are going to struggle this year. But the one thing I definitely didn't like, which I feel like will be, um, I guess, synonymous with all you guys, it was the umpiring on the weekend. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I thought it was a horrendous weekend of umpiring across numerous games. And if you guys think of that from the games that you watched or... Wasn't really focused too much on that unless it had a direct impact on my financials. So wouldn't have too much more to comment than that. Right, yeah. I guess you didn't see a Friday night then. Friday night there was horrendous calls for both teams. And even the last the St Kilda game yesterday, I can't some of those fifties that they paid were just Just for pointing at the screen. That's bullshit. Were you there, Barbs? No. No, I was at Picnic Electronic, baby. Oh yes. <laughs> I was not there. I was um I was watching some of it because I still my multi was still alive, so I was watching some of it on my phone. Um, but yeah, the the fifties against Dougal, ridiculous. Um, and there was plenty of hands in the back like that one. You know how he got the chase down tackle on Fife. Fife clearly put two hands in the back and pushed him to get like pushed him out of that contest to get free, and no call. There was some shocking calls. I th- wasn't it like. Seven free kicks to zero to start the game, or something to Freo, or uh, or maybe that was yeah, it was, one of the it was something games. pretty high. Yep, there was yeah, massive discrepancy on the on the free kick count across a couple of the games. I think, um, yeah, just some of the incorrect disposals not called, some of the holding the balls that work, or I don't know. There was just like in the back. I, I still fucking hate the in the back rule where you. If you dive forward with the footy and the player that's tackling you lands on you, you get a free kick. I saw it a couple times in the Richmond game, I think. A um, couple other times throughout the weekend. What do you dislike more, that one or the guy who clearly drops the ball in a tackle and then the tackle goes on for an extra like half second and it's called holding the man? It depends how blatant it is, but I probably hate the in-the-back one more because... If you're literally 
being tackled and the only way for the per like it's not dangerous it's not going to injure them you like try your best to land on the side if you even partially land on the side and partially land on the back it shouldn't be in the back but it gets called every fucking time and all you have to do i'm pretty sure it's brayshaw he just like dives forward on his knees and whoever's tackling him just has nowhere else to go because you're holding on to him you like drag forwards by him and because you haven't rolled all the way off him it's in the back and it's like why is this rule still in existence but that's just my take on that one i fucking hate it well it seems like the umpires were wearing the rust off like a few of the teams out there this weekend riz what did you uh like and dislike from this weekend's of footy uh my dislike also i'm gonna say hello to all the listeners we didn't even talk about our weekends or anything this is unbelievable it just jumped straight in um tell, tell us about your weekend whilst whilst you're uncharted here. territory i mean I, I did nothing i literally did nothing but i just thought it was fun to include um that we haven't talked about our weekends for the first time ever yeah i don't know if my what i disliked i don't know clarko fucking starting will phillips's sub like i fucking hate when debutants cop the sub that's bullshit. If they're going to debut, let them play a full game of footy. That's I got nothing more to say. I'm just I thought this was supposed to be a freaking short thing, so I didn't realize Kuro was going to go on like a ten hour rant about umpiring. Um, my favorite thing for the weekend is the uh, GWS midfield racking up the touches as I wanted them to, and I'm glad that it happened because they are now my new cash cow for 2023. So. Hooray for GWS midfield. The Riz of Death. <laughs> Cornelia, he's not gonna he's not gonna get over twenty disposals for the rest of the season now, Cornelia. Mate, he's cash. <laughs> he's cash. And now that Kelly's out this week as well, oh baby. They're actually gonna put up forty each. Green and Cornelia. You watch. It's gonna be unreal. Masto, what did you uh what were your thoughts over the weekend? What did you like and dislike the most? Um, what did I I can tell you immediately what I disliked, and it's players jumping off the ground and cannoning into other players' skulls. That was a massive dislike of mine, and I'll give you an even bigger dislike that the tribunal is so ridiculously soft on it after all the shit in the media at the moment about the class action that the AFL is facing to just go, ah, Cozzy's a good lad. Give him two weeks. Oh, buddy's kicked a million fucking goals. He's only worth a week. It's so stupid. But then Shane McAdam got sent directly to the tribunal for some reason. Someone tell me how it's worse than Bailey Smith's on us. Uh, than Cozzy's on Bailey Smith. It's just ridiculous. Um, what I liked, big Tommy Lynch. Clutch. Oh, my goodness. What a grab. What a goal. Big Tommy. Jet. Were you ever worried that he was going to miss that at all? Not in a million years. And by not in a million years, I was shitting myself so fucking hard. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, can we have some discourse on this fucking head knock shit? Because I'm so mad. It's a farmer's, it's a farmer's league, dude. Like, why, why are we even surprised? Like, AFL is the most, one of the most corrupt entities in the world. It rivals FIFA. Like, if there was a proper doco, the AFL would be fucking finished. So, no real surprise. Like, why does it surprise you? And there's the underlying tone. You can't you can't suspend him. Like you said, Buddy's kicked a million goals. Pickett's a good guy. He's a fucking sniper. He's been doing it all fucking time. And then if they did suspend him, they'd probably play the race card as well. I heard Buckley say on SEN this morning that Pickett doesn't have it in his history, so it's okay to only give him two. Yeah. Fuck off. It's like you don't have it history because you've never been fucking pulled up for it or caught before. 
He's also like what twenty one. <laughs> Big bloody history. He's had it. He's just fucking never fucking been caught doing it. Oh uh, yeah, it really pissed me off how how easy they went on these plays. Buddy, especially like if you want to talk about prior acts, Buddy does this every year. Yeah, it but- was such a blatant. Just I'm gonna take you out. Like he knew what he was doing. It was so clear. Yeah, I, I don't know how the AFL can literally, as you said, go down the pathway of trying to protect the head and this whole consensus around concussion then allow people to be playing back within two weeks. I mean, do you guys think there should be, I guess, red cards or send-offs for incidents like this? It was mentioned earlier this morning about, you know, whether or not it's viable that for incidents like this where they're quite extreme should be brought in. We've brought this up before, like last year, about the red card, like the equivalent of a red. I guess now, I mean, we didn't see incidents as bad as this last year. The fucking oath we did. Which oh, well, the Tom Stewart Tom one Stewart. only. Tom Stewart only. Yeah, but it's still bad. It's still bad enough. Like it's not like it hasn't happened and wasn't going to happen. Like it's inevitable. Like you're always going to have it. Yeah, but we, I mean, we've had it three times in the one round now. That was probably once last year. I don't even remember what we landed on about the red card, but I'm I'm pretty certain I would have been for it. Like this is this is why we have rundown sheets, so it's like easy to refer to. It's like oh, you don't have to fucking scratch the brain and. Blah blah blah. Who fuck could have done with a rundown sheet tonight, eh? Look, I'll I'll give you a rundown if we're. This is a very ad hoc podcast, but I'm kind of liking the flow of it right now. Here's your rundown. Melbourne's winning the flag. Discuss. Played a shit team, so you can't really judge that game against a shit opposition. They were so so good. They look so scary. Grundy and Gorn are only going to get better together. I'm going to have to talk about this every week, I think. Did you end up hitting them for the flag, Masto? I very much did. I sent the slip to the chat, too. I have yep. much more money on it than Completely I Completely unrelated. I mean, sort of related, but not related. If you, like, Frio's run is still very soft. If you hit them now on, like, hit them Betfair or any other bookie to win the flag, and then in, like, five weeks' time when they're flying, lay them on Betfair. And it should be fucking free money. Freeo money? <laughs> the, the, the team that just lost to St. Kilda. Yeah. yeah, that's the point. Everyone writes them off now. Bruh. They lost to St. Kilda in round one last year too. I still don't think... Like, you think they're going to get crunched in for the flag if they go to four and one? I don't think so. That happened last year. Well, then, I bet you won't do it, you pussy. Do it. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm saying... Why are you I'm telling us to do it? Why would I do anything that you're not going to do? Well, you do that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, viewers, um, everyone get into the comments about Stefan giving betting advice that he's not actually putting on himself. Um, As we know, if you haven't put money on it, it doesn't count. So we'll see. We'll see the slips, uh, not, what is it? Tips, not slips. I guess you're, you're adhering to that at least. But yeah, I reckon I don't think that's a smart punting decision. Freo yeah. aren't going to win the flag. It's totally unrelated. You guys can talk about whatever you want now. <laughs> yeah. It's been on my mind all day, and it just I just remember. What are you? What are now. they paying now? What are they paying now? Like thirty to one, Fuck. twenty to 15. one, fifteen. Okay, and they might crunch into like ten, maybe. I mean, it's not enough of a swing, surely. Put it on fucking bombers, like fade them right now. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're going to lose the next 20 games in a row. Right. Oh, it wouldn't oh. be bad to hit them now. They've got a soft-ish run. So I don't Let's get some structure back to this part. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you another topic. Gold, right. Coast, 
Gold Coast Suns, red alert, yes or no? Yeah, they suck. They're finished. I opened with that. (laughs) (laughs) They do suck, don't they? I really fucking tipped them like an idiot. I can't believe that shit. What the hell? You hooked me so hard. Did you actually tip the barbs? Yes, you fuck. I don't know why, but I did. I fucking did it. And then I was just looking at it like, oh, they might come back. And then they just proceeded to get just completely obliterated. Okay. But I also tipped um, Port, so I was glad about that. For the flag? Yeah, <laughs> yeah on Betfair. Riz, what do you think of bloody Gold Coast? You love your little, your took. I was enjoying just watching watching this from outside the house and this pod's like the house is burning and you guys are just talking random nonsense. I'm just watching the pod burning from the outside right now. I will always drag you back in whenever you think you can be a spectator of our pod. Uh, look, I didn't watch this game. It was the only game, or one of two games I didn't watch this weekend, um, and I'm glad because it looked like a shit game, and I don't have much to say. I mean, I didn't even look at the stats, to be honest, because I didn't even punt on this one. So I think I think Gold Coast are in trouble. Um, they've been threatening to be good for how long? People are always expecting him to show improvement. I mean, Ben King barely touched it from what I saw. Um and, yeah, they just got touched up by a Swans team that we all sort of had doubts about, and uh, they put those doubts to bed. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. Jared Witts looks like he's going to continue his good form from last year, but outside of that, there are some serious question marks. Um, Matt Rowe had a good game, I think. I saw he had, like, 130 super coach or something. That's He must have done something good. <laughs> so. if, if I said to you bottom four, bottom eight, or top ten, I think bottom eight for Gold Coast. Let's get reactionary. Do you think they'll finish above St. Kilda? Gold Coast? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My mind's telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say Saints are making the eight. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me give you someone who's going to finish higher than both. Because I've been I've been waiting to get him G'd up about this. Kuro, talk to us about your flag pies. Look, I want to I want to keep a lid on it, but if there was <laughs> for that fucking guys, a Friday night at the fucking G <laughs> when the pies rip the pussy cats. I'll tell you what, if you saw footage of me at about ten twenty p.m. Friday night when Jordan Degoe slotted that goal in the last quarter, you would have thought the lid is well and truly off because it was in that moment. It absolutely was. We, the scenes, oh, I mean, for a neutral, the that game was unbelievable. Like, it was just free-flowing, chaotic, both sides showing their skills. I mean, it was complete opposite to Thursday night where it was just a complete dour, boring game where skill errors were everywhere, whereas Friday was just, yeah, it was unbelievable watch. So, um, it was, yeah, a weird game. I mean... Geelong was 16-1 at one stage when, and even the one they had was a poster. Like, that in itself is just crazy. And they had it from, like, 29 inside 50. So, the whole game in itself just felt bizarre. Um, Tom Stewart going down and the fact that Geelong was still able to hold it together for as long as they did. But ultimately, I think they got exposed by not having him there. DeConnick a bit sore. Um yeah, I don't know. The Pies look good. They they needed to win that, though. They've got a couple of tough games. But, yeah, it's it's 
very promising. Um, it sort of silenced a lot of the doubters thinking that we'd probably drop. Um, it's a game that we needed to win. And, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but Jordan Degoy looks like he is worth the money when you're comparing him now to, say, Brody Grundy and Adam Trelaw. Like, if you if you're now picking one of the three to keep, would you all be in agreement to have kept Jordan Degoy out of the three? Uh, if if I have to pay them all that amount, yes. But if you told me just take one, I'm still taking Grundy, I think. Right. As weird as that sounds. Yep. Okay. Riz, are you the same same thinking? <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to throw it at me. Uh, um, I think I would take Grundy because Ruckmen are harder to come by in this league. Not because he's a better player. If you're Ruck- asking me who's a better player, I would say Degoe. <laughs> also oh. Grundy. <laughs> so, Herb, I know, I know you like a a um. What what do they call that type of play that Degoe is now? David King loves it. Oh, I can't remember the exact the uh, Dustin Martin type. Outrageous. No, but they have a certain saying for it. What's it called? <laughs> it's not Dustin Martin type. It's a type of a thing. Oh, forward. What do they call them? Striker. That's the one. What was the question? I really 10. wasn't listening. I was in a daze. My question was: If you're out of Brody Grundy. Jordan Degoe and Adam Trelaw. Don't even ask Trelaw. No one's taking Trelaw in this. Oh, well, I'd ultimately, take, they had to I'd take Trelaw. Yeah, yeah. I've got my Bulldogs hat on. We'll take a player who does fuck all for us. Trelaw. That's my pick. <laughs> <laughs> at least he doesn't. At least he doesn't grab anyone's tits in the club. <laughs> yeah, it's a fair point. Um, what did what did you make of your debutant score? I thought Tom Mitchell played a pretty solid game. Um, you could tell the impact inside is going to be huge for finals footy. Um, I think he's the exact player that we need to keep ourselves competitive and up there. Bobby Hill adds that X factor, which I think Collingwood hasn't had for a, a little while. They've pretty much relied solely on Jamie Alley in the last few years to do that. And I think having him in there adds another little weapon to the forward line and Mixed even though he had a quiet game, I think it allowed others to be opened up. So I think Cox had a pretty good game forward of the ball, and even Mycheck looked lively. Um, and you know he's he's not he's not going to score three or four a game next day, which I think some people thought he was going to. I think just having him there, taking the number one or two forward, is just going to make it a lot easier for everybody else. So yeah, good signs. Um, as I said, a couple of big games this week. We've got Port, which given the way that they're playing, is going to be very interesting. So we'll see. Maybe 2-0, and maybe 1-1. and 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 one last pious question. How many litres of blood rushed to your penis when you saw Darcy Moore murder Ollie Henry in the square? Oh, uh, honestly, that was the most wild scenes I think I've ever seen at a footy game ever. What a way to announce yourself as captain. The crowd went absolutely berserk. And I don't just mean like everyone was cheering, like everyone was just getting up and pointing the finger, just like, fuck you, Ollie Henry. It was honestly, it was something I've never seen in my life. It was was like randoms, randoms were like hugging and high-fiving each other. It was like that level. 
Like, oh, it was, everyone was... I, yeah! Like, fuck honest, you! Honestly, fuck it was you. like more crowd noise than if they'd won, like, the grand final. Like, yeah, honestly, seriously, I don't even think there was loud, noise that loud at the grand final that we won. Like, it was unbelievable. But ironically, we then turned it over and we they scored a goal from it anyway, so it meant nothing. But that moment was unbelievable. How does uh, Jeremy Howe breaking his arm affect you moving forward? Are you at all worried about that? Oh, majorly. He's he's a big part of that, that defense. He... His ability to just peel off a man and know exactly when to come over and spoil or even mark is is massive. So, I mean, we got Billy Frampton, who is not much chop, but he can play that role to lock down someone and allow Nathan Murphy, who I think in the last quarter played that how role perfectly. Like, he peeled off Hawkins, who, I mean, he's not going to play on Hawkins every week, who's slow and slow and big, but against others, he can potentially take on that responsibility. So... Yeah, I think having Billy Frampton could hopefully be that recruit that just gets us through to midway of the season. And then um, I think today they said Howe's about eight to ten weeks off. So hopefully it's not much worse than that. And then by halfway through the season, he'll almost be a uh, new recruit, as I like to say. It sucks for Jeremy Howe because he couldn't even jerk off that night to the Darcy Moore tackle on the replay. <laughs> well, the thing is, he ended up... He got a contract extension that same week, the same way that Peter Wright also got a contract extension and got a se- severe shoulder injury this- as well. So there must be something with uh, people getting new contracts. They're jerking off to their own contract and getting oh, injured from it. <laughs> <laughs> those con- if you have a look at those contracts now, they're they're all glued together. They <laughs> signed them with the devil. <laughs> I was going to say, Masto, do you reckon uh, the angle of Jeremy Howe's forearm was more or less than your finger? What was your finger? 20, 21 oh, degrees? Yeah, mine was 21 degrees. His was about 90. So <laughs> I think he might have me beat there. Fuck, I feel bad for him, hey? Barbs, I'll, I'll throw to you with this one. Um, are the power the real deal? Or did Brisbane have a very, very off day? I uh, I mean, I just don't rate Brisbane's ability to get back on top of a game when they start getting rolled. I still don't like Eric Hipwood. I still don't like um, Danaher. I think they're forward. They're forward. I mean, Dunkley had a good game. Neil was being... Was he being tagged in the first half? And then I think he kind of... Still had a decent game in the end, got like 100 super coach points, but their their impact was okay. But Port are fucking solid. Like, they're really, really solid. Um, obviously, Charlie Dixon is like a big player for them. He missed a lot of last year. Um, you can see that. I mean, he's like missed his first few set shots, but his ability to take a key defender and kind of work around the ground a little bit and bring their ball to ground, just be a physical presence. Um, he, he looked pretty pretty good, I thought, in that game. But their young players like Rosie and, and Butters and those guys um, are going to be a pretty significant um, force in the league this season, I think. I think their last season, the struggles they've gone through, are, maybe they've given a little bit of a, a harder edge to those players and Ollie Wines looked good. I mean, he's always 
been pretty solid. Um, I don't know about what happened with Boak. Was he even playing or just not playing in the midfield? But yeah, just I think he was hurt, pretty mm. like on Thursday night or something like that. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I think Port are the real deal. I can definitely see them challenging for the eight. Um, maybe, you know, my tip for Frio making the eight, might I might have to replace Port as that team that might sneak into the eight instead. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be a serious danger team. Teams won't want to play them in Port Adelaide. Um, and, you know... I don't know. It's 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 still hard to tell because obviously they were so shit last year. Um, but Jason Horn Francis is another one that could pop at some point. Um, I don't think he's quite there yet. But if if they can get him going, their whole team. Um, what's the Sam Palpinus, dude? He's a fucking jet. He's actually a jet. I don't understand. Like he's he's still that weird bullet. Like he's with he's like that Dagoe type operator, right? Like just a big bull that kind of exactly can kick a few, can bust through some fucking packs and smash some people and just throw himself around, being absolute spastic sometimes. But he's a very good player when he wants to be, and it seems like he's cleaning up his disposal a little bit. So. I think they I think there's enough of a really solid core there at Port now that you could say that they're they're building to something and they're the real deal. I got a funny story about Sam Palpinus because I was listening to this uh, game on Triple M commentary in the car, and uh, I can't remember if he he must have done a tackle or something. He did something, and they're all getting around him, and I just got to Susha's house, so I. Turned the car off, and as I like walked out the, got, like opened the door, I just yelled out Sam Palpitas, like because I was just getting around the commentary still, <laughs> and there was, and there was a fucking family walking like right behind my car. They all just looked at me like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" <laughs> like, I just jumped out of the car, got Sam Palpitas, and they're just all looking at me like, "What the hell?" Is going on? <laughs> uh, you fuck with. No, very good, very good. Um, look. Usually we might go into a legit or shit or um, the risk of death or, you know, there's so many things that we could explore. But I'm going to leave it to you boys to steer the ship. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Exactly right. Take it where you see fit. It's We've got a run sheet. We've got time. Endless time. <laughs> Can we can we call the next segment? Um, what do they fucking call the the concussion check now? What's it called? HIA. The, HIA. Yeah. Shall we call this next segment the uh, HIA awareness <laughs> segment? Check in on all the concussions. What do you want? It, what What is in the segment? The segment is talking about all the <laughs> suspensions. The name, man. <laughs> talking about all the. The concussions? All the suspensions, really. I mean, we already sort of touched on it early in the pod, but I think um, I think I sort of echo Masto's opinion in the fact that the AFL has gone very soft with these penalties. Um, and I think the AFL media as a whole really needs to sort of slam the like the MRO for what they're doing because, like, like he said, they've got a class action coming for them. Um, you know, concussions are a big issue in the AFL, yet we've seen these incidents happen, which we all agree are, are pretty reckless and careless and dangerous, um, yet 
they're only offering, you know, one and two match suspensions. I just think it's pretty pathetic. And I think, yeah, something definitely needs to happen before some cunt literally gets fucking knocked out and he's dead. Like, genuinely, like, Shane McAdam could have killed fucking um, Big Wary Boy on the weekend if he, yeah. you know, like, if he got him, like, 10 centimetres higher, he'd be dead. Like, straight up. Can someone explain why Cozzy Pickett is not intentional? Like, if you jump off the ground as a fucking cannonball, there's got to be a bit of intent in that, right? What 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 are they graded at? Was it reckless? Reckless instead of intentional. Yeah, I, that doesn't make much sense to me. To, as you said, you he's... Can't, you can't leave the ground without it being intentional, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I, what are they? What do they even classify? Yeah, I, I don't know why they could even classify as intentional. What is he going to just stand him up and say, "Hey, I'm going to punch you in the face" to classify that as intentional? Like, I imagine that's why Shane McAdam has gone straight to the tribunal because I imagine they went with him intentional. But then, how is his intentional and Cozzy's is not? I don't get it. It could be because maybe he turned his back. I mean, even though Pickett did come off the ground, he did turn his back to try and avoid an intentional shoulder hit. But, yeah, I agree. The Yeah, it, it doesn't make much sense, unfortunately. So, if you're a good little conspiracy theorist, what do you reckon the agenda is for the AFL to not go hard on this? Give me something really out there here. What do you mean? Everything I say usually is factual. But I'm just saying, why, why do you think they wouldn't go fucking just smash them for this? What possible reason could they have to go soft? Oh, well, society in general is a bit soft nowadays. I mean, the way to tell is just watch Toby Green put on a soft hip and shoulder and watch him get seven weeks. That's mm. basically what's going to happen. Can you imagine if Toby Green had done what um, Cozzy had done? He would He'd be, in jail. He would be banned for life. He'd be career be over. His career would actually be over. He'd be in jail. He'd be and same as what McAdam did. Like, McAdam was fucking... So intentional and so, like, just lined him up and just fucking ran straight through him. Like, that... McAdam was, like, watching Shane Mumford highlights. Like, but, that was genuine yeah. Shane Mumford highlights. McAdam got him in the chest, though, no? No, he definitely cleaned up his chin. Yeah. But the whiplash was what cooked him anyway. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't lay a like, hit on someone. Jacob, we're just a little boy. Like, you're playing a man's <laughs> game and you're like... Oh, I'm playing footy. <laughs> Fucking bang. Like, you got to expect contact, young fella. <laughs> Not, like, full-blown shoulder to the chin. Like, I reckon he got him in, like, the sternum sort of area. You were calling because to get murdered on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> McAdam went low like Pickett's fucking jumped up in the air like a springboard like he's going for a slam dunk and he's fucking just headbutted <laughs> headbutted Bailey Smith can I say the most impressive thing out of all of this is Bailey Smith bouncing back up like Bailey Smith should be dead it's because he hasn't got any brain cells left to damage mate he's got nothing going on <laughs> in that He's, he's smuggling cocaine in his skull, and it's just patted it so much that fucking nothing. His whole him face anymore. was numb. His whole face is just permanently <laughs> numb. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I reckon he. I reckon he might as well have been knocked out. That's how poor he did in Supercoach for me this week. So whether he uh, got knocked out then or played the rest of the game, no good. Why would you pick him? He's shit. I've been telling everyone he's shit for fucking two years. No one listens to me. 
He's a shit player. Well, you live and you learn. Kuro's already ready to trade him out as well. A couple of rage trades. Let's do a preview. Everyone get your phones out. Start having a look at who's playing who. So we got a couple of, of rippers coming up on Thursday and Friday. We got Carlton Geelong, which could really just go either way. The Cats could go 0-2 here, or they could come out and just gutter stop Carlton, just to really come out firing after losing their first game in 10 months. And then we back that up on Friday night with Brisbane, Melbourne down at the Gabba. And that could go either way because also Brisbane could come out to make a statement, but also I could see Melbourne beating them by like 80. So we've got a couple of big ones on the horizon. And then it gets even better. Collingwood Port at the G. God, this could be a good week of footy. From a footy supporter point of view, Western Bulldogs St Kilda at 7.25 Marvel Stadium Saturday night. Maybe I'll go to this game. Barbs, you want to come with me? I might be in Phillip Island, but if I'm not, then I might also be at a house party. But if I'm not at a house party, then yes. Then he still wouldn't go with you if you were the last man alive. You could have just said no for this part. I got two excuses lined up, baby. Well... I think this will be a good game and I want to see where St. Kilda's at and I want to see where Western Bulldogs are at and this is going to tell me all these answers. I mean, I mean all the question, answers to my questions. So This is going to tell me be all good these one. questions. <laughs> but uh, from, a punting, <laughs> from a punting perspective, you know, everyone's going to have the Sunday blues, got to go to work to, on Monday, very sad. 6.20 start time, West Coast versus GWS. Can you imagine the thousands of dollars I'm going to be walking home with at 10 p.m. on Sunday night? I can, I'll tell you. It's going to be unbelievable. But I'm not putting any of him in the Rizzo death. Okay, good. Thank fuck for that. So you're just saying Bulldog Saints is the one you're looking forward to? Yeah. Do you want to give us a tip? I think I can probably Uh, guess. I think it's going to be a draw. (laughs) Oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Nah, Bulldogs by 79. Um, yep, yep. That's reasonable, fair and reasonable. <laughs> I will jump in here and I'm going to take the Brisbane. Well, you already kind of took the Brisbane game, actually. But I think, I, I just want to say that I think Melbourne are going to absolutely destroy Brisbane. Um, so for you guys who had them in their, in your top four, look out. Because... It's not looking good for the Lions. Um, I'll take Kuro's game, I'd imagine, and I'm going to say the the Pies power game. I think that's going to be a very interesting hit out for Port Adelaide. That'll show us a little bit of how serious they are this season. Um, I would be absolutely shocked and impressed if they can beat Pies at the G. Um, My... My prediction is that Pies will win by six or seven goals, and I think that Tom Mitchell is going to have a day out, and I think that Nick Dacos and Josh Dacos are going to have days out as well. And I'm looking forward to punting on that game. To be fair, I just want to punt on that game. That's the only reason I'm looking forward to that game. I like it. I like it, Bubs. I'm uh, I'm going to pick the game after that in Adelaide. These two teams being the Crows and the Tigers, I think this is an interesting matchup. Um, sort of further to what you guys said, I think this round is going to really show us where a lot of these teams are at in terms of preseason hype. Um, and are they actually going to be capable of 
getting wins that we expect them to get done. So I think if we think Richmond is going to be as good as what they should be, then I feel like this is an important win for them. But I also think Adelaide, if they're to actually stamp their mark and be half a team this season, then this is a game with their young talent to show up and actually get it done. I thought they were pretty disappointing after halftime yesterday. Um, they really should have won that game given who GWS had out. So, I mean, Rochelle and Rankin look really dangerous and are awesome, I guess, for what is going to be the next 10 years for the Crows. Like, if having them in your team right now, that is, yeah, you, you would not be complaining. But, I mean, Richmond with their forward line at times on last Thursday looked super exciting. So, yeah, I think it's going to come down to those small forwards, Shy Bolton, um, and as I said, Rochelle and Rankin. I think those those types of players are going to be the difference for each team. And whoever comes out of that game is going to seriously give them a, give themselves a chance at making the eight um, and pushing on with the rest of the season. So I'm actually going to give Adelaide a chance here because I think on their home deck. Um, I just think that if they really are who what people are saying, that I reckon this is a game that they could upset Richmond to win. So I reckon the Crows by 14 points. Well, we've literally covered somehow six out of the nine games and without me to come. So I'm going to go the opposite and go the game I'm not looking forward to. And that's the Bombers and Gold Coast game because two reasons, right? The Gold Coast lose, they are fucking shite, right? Which means the Bombers won, which is just as fucking annoying. So it's a fucking lose-lose. It's just a lose-lose game. That's not what how a lose-lose win. Yeah, because then <laughs> it's going to annoy me because it's like you're still shit. Like you beat the Bombers. Who cares? So it's just a lose-lose. <laughs> okay, that, now it's a lose-lose. Okay. <laughs> it's a lose-lose. That's not what you said you before, said but now it's a lose-lose. Of the coin. Uh, look, I was just annoyed. <laughs> I was like, there's three games left and they all suck ass and this one pisses me off the most, so... Yeah, man, the Richmond game this weekend is a lose-lose for yeah, me because if you. Adelaide win, I lose, and if Richmond lose, I lose. <laughs> it's just a lose-lose, man. Makes Fuck, sense. what he <laughs> It fucking does. It fucking does. Oh, come on, a bit of positivity, Seb. Come on, mate. Nah, fuck that. Footy shit. <laughs> I, I don't know if all the listeners at home can tell, but Seb is about to send himself through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> he's had enough. Well, it's been myself. one round, he's, and he's had enough. Set myself off fucking level four of the Southern Stand on fucking Saturday night watching that shit. Like, to think we fucking fund these fucks being professionals. Like, they suck. They actually suck. They they can just run. They're athletic. Cool. Good on you. You're going to get a real fucking job. They suck. Unless you come on the pod, in which case we love you. Yeah, we still like you, Toby. Did you have any other thoughts on the Bombers game? You think the Gold Coast will actually win, or you reckon Bombers are a real deal? No, nah, no no more thoughts, Bubs. Too many thoughts. Too many thoughts. Give me a prediction, at least. Who are you going to tip? Draw. Don't be a cuck. You can't tip a draw. Why not? Ryan did. All right, go put money on a draw, you fucking idiot. No, I will. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, bet you won't. All right. Well, Riz, you know how some people some people drink pineapple juice to make their cum sweeter? Yeah. You should drink poison to give yourself the jizz of death.
worse though. Are you actually giving us the the jizz of death now or no? <laughs> Why do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll try it. I'll try anything once, baby. <laughs> what's what's your jizz? My jizz of death. I for, surprise, surprise, I haven't actually looked up anything for the jizz of death. Um just to fill the space, how do we all go in Supercoach Classic this week? Give me give me your scores. Did anyone hit 21? I fell just short. I somehow made 2,070, which actually nailed me in the top 8%, which I think is actually pretty good to start the year. Yeah, it's solid. I fucking 2,001, thanks to Liam Jones being a little cuck. Is he dead or is he alive? He they is, reckon he might play this week. No, he's got no structural damage, so he actually might play. And I already <laughs> you've got to him. trade him. Surely he's with a score of five in his system. You you you've got to get rid of him. Who cares? It's the first game of the fucking year. It's in his Who? system for one cycle. Yeah, correct. Depends what he scores. Like- if he plays, it depends what he scores next week. If he scores like a thirty, I'm turfing him. Yeah, but what? Who are you going to trade him to? Hunter Clark, baby. Honor McKay. That's like a hundred and fifty k upgrade. Hunter Clark? No, it's not. Yeah, it's like a hundred and five or something. All right, Mr. can you give Master. us your Hunter Clark? <laughs> you got the zero in the wrong place, big fella. I do agree, Master. There, I think Connor McKenna is a pretty easy side. Or well, uh, yeah, there's right. a few. There's a few. There's a few. There's a few. There's a. Few. Is there any player that you really want to bring in after round one that you haven't got in your team? Nick Dacos. Mm. I'm so annoyed that I started cum dog over him. Team English. You don't have a team in English? Rowan Marshall was a bit average, but I think he should be all right. Um, what about you, Kuro? You got any eyes on any particular players? Um, er- Errol Gordon is one that I would like to bring in. I've got him in mind. I started him at. F4, baby. So F4. If I bring him in now, he'd be my F5. Okay. So I, I, I want to bring him in. I think he's going to be good. He showed his preseason role, checks out in season, and he's at a low risk. He, he's at a low risk price for um for what he could be. Who's your to- Who's your four forwards? You got Taranto, Dunkley, Rosie, and Cog. And Cog as well. Yeah, Cog's a little cuck. Yeah, is this annoyed. a pod anymore? <laughs> yes, it is. We're just chewing the fucking fat, baby. Ryan, are you ready? <laughs> nah, I'm still looking. Side note: How side note? How, how good is Harry Sheasel? Dude, he's a jet. Actual star. Because yeah, I called him a Cheezel. You called him a Cheezel. Cheezel's been his nickname since fucking primary school, apparently. I love yeah, Cheezel. I went to primary school with him. <laughs> you called him a Cheezel in year four. <laughs> That's why he's a jet. I go now. to many primary schools and just give nicknames to children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they. I thought you got fucking banned from doing that. <laughs> that would have been really funny if you had got it out in one shot. <laughs> 
Ryan, are you ready or not? I don't know. Riz, give us a fucking bet. All right. So the Riz of Death, I'm taking it seriously this year. You know, I'm going to be I'm going to be tracking the bets and the wins for the guys and girls at home. So this week, I'm just hitting Greater Western Sydney to win. You can't say, oh, I'm tracking the wins and losses and then just not talk about last. Last week was a fucking futures bet, you weasel fuck. No, you didn't only do that, did you? I'm pretty sure I did. It was only trying to get away with losing a bet. Oh no, I did fucking futures. Go go back and listen. All right, the Rizza Death bet number one. I didn't bet on anything other than futures last week. Fucking put your life savings on it. Go back. Oh and yeah, listen to last week's you part. did the team top goal scorers one, didn't you? Yes, I did. Barb. Did anyone die? Well, I couldn't multi it. Remember, I figured out. I figured out you couldn't multi them because I tried to put it on. And wow. also, Peter wow. Wright did die. He's out for three months. <laughs> Zen. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Moving on. Anyway, this week I'm just hitting Greater Western Sydney dollar eighty to beat West Coast. It's in West Coast, but who cares? GW is probably going to be without Kelly. They're probably going to be missing half their team because there was a few down injured, but. I still think they win this game. They showed a lot of heart coming back um, from however many goals they were down. So, dollar eighty. It's a nice, simple one to start the year. Hopefully, get some runs on the board early. I like it. I absolutely love hey, it. Wait, 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 wait. What was it again? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm dead set. Give it to me <laughs> one more time. I was waiting for was, my leg. It was one fucking leg. How are you only going to do one leg as a risk of death? Because you didn't give enough time to look. I gave you like 10 minutes of dead air, bro. (laughs) 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 Jesus. Take the dollar 80. I've never heard Marcus' voice do that before. (laughs) Take the dollar 80. The, The leg is GWS to win. Mate, give me a fucking spell. That is the shittest GWS betting segment for any podcast of all time. Are we still doing um, love, you, love that from you, Riz. We'll uh, take that to the bank. <laughs> and um, <laughs> to see us out, it would be the Kuro outro, I think. All we ever hear from you is blah, blah, blah. Put us out oh of our misery, Kuro. Put us this out. This is shambolic. This is beyond shambolic. For anyone that's actually listened to this up to this point... Well done. Like you Hold on, hold on. If you if you've listened up to this point, DM the page and we'll send you the unforeseen screenshot of whatever happened before in my camera. <laughs> we'll DM I you gave that up. Photo. I started watching the finger blaster video you sent me. Send, <laughs> send through the magic word and we'll give you a prize. The magic word is jizz of death. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, it's been shambles. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide it. I'll tell you what, I hope this weekend of footy is just as good as what we had to start the year. Plenty of good games. Um, I, I'm looking forward to having a fucking ball on Saturday at the Pies Port game. Get down, watch it. Um, before that, get down to the golf course. I know you guys love golf. Serb loves golf. I heard he's fucking loving it at the moment. Barbs, actually, before I before I say see you to everybody, Barbs, how is the golf going? Give us 
give the listeners a bit of a feel of the golf game. It's going well, actually. Um, I put my first scorecard in for my handicap on Saturday. I shot a, it's funny, I shot a 47 at Glennie on the front nine. Um, which is 12 over par, which is, you know, my handicaps around that sort of 22, 24 mark. So that's, that's about right. But we had to make up the second half of the scorecard because it was too hot to play the back nine. Um, so don't tell anyone that because I've submitted it as an official handicap. Um, so I, I shot an 89, would you believe? So pretty good. Um, well, but yeah. thank, thankfully for your sake, I don't think anyone's going to listen to this point. So if they do, <laughs> if anyone, good, good luck, <laughs> mate. If I get a fucking notification that my handicap's been voided, I'm gonna, I will literally nuke this podcast. We're never putting another podcast up. What anyway, are you hoping? You, what are you hoping your handicap is? Like, I'm, I'm what do you want to start? In. I'm dobbing you in then. <laughs> Go dob me in. Fuck you. Do you want to start? Do you want to start? <laughs> Lower or, or higher to give yourself something mm. to lead into? I want to be at, tw- let's say, start at 24, and I want to work to being under 20 this year. Yeah. That's my target. There you go. But I think it's doable because there's a few of you boys in Varga that are getting around there. Not you boys, but the other boys. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, Kuro. I mean, not Kuro, fucking Flesco. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, like George and those boys, we we get get somewhere around that fifteen to twenty. That's where I want to be. So George is off like ten. Ah, but George is is bullshit. That's whatever. Didn't they play tonight? By the way, they just like came up on my phone before they finished around at like seven thirty. Yeah, they were playing. They asked if I wanted to, and I thought, hmm, where will I be less angry? <laughs> Not surprising. Well, you've given up on footy and you've given up on golf, so I'm surprised you'd just be zen it either. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, that's where I'm at with the golf game. Karo, how's your golf game going? Have you played recently? Uh, a couple of times. It, it is getting there. I think I am at a point now where I want to find what accessory in golf is going to improve my game because I don't know if I've maxed out the uh, – accessory kit bag that I have at the moment or whether there's more lessons to be learned from what I've got. So, uh, yeah, definitely keen to explore uh, upgrading my golf abilities, that's for sure. Master, I know you are uh, I know you love a little driving range session. How, how is the driving range going for you? Uh, have you been back since last time we and went? And the cats still love pussy. No. I, I, I'm still god awful at golf. I'm working on my darts game instead. Have you have you entered any dart comps since we last spoke? Or uh, I haven't because it's soccer season. But over the summer break, I was I was in a darts comp there. I took a few legs off some handy plays. Slowly getting there. Yeah. Can we end this part? <laughs> Love the enthusiasm. <laughs> Sir, bring us home with something that you're doing this weekend outside of being upset at everything in life. Blowing your brains out. (laughs) What are you doing this weekend, sir? Tell the listeners at home what you're going to be doing. Uh, Not much, Kuro. Not much. Not much. Wheeling and dealing. (laughs) (laughs) And I know what Riz is going to be doing this weekend, which is a lot of punting. Am I correct there, Riz? 
You are correct there, Kuro. That's all. I'm, boycott- well, I'm, boycott- I'm boycotting your segment. Are you going to be there Saturday to watch the watch the dogs? I actually might go. I might go. Maybe I'll maybe I'll put up a few Instagram lives for Is me. Is going? And around it. <laughs> Is Serb going? Is that even a question? Yeah, true. I'm actually not gonna go. I really don't. I was go. talking about Centerfold, not the not the footy. Oh. <laughs> Will Centerfield, dude, you're the fucking life. Will Centerfold. These places, you're like fucking season ticket holder there. They wish. <laughs> they wish I was a live member. I'm not. I've got my. He got very my, I'm clean. very quick though. Yeah, fucking, I'm fucking, clean. They want to drag me back in. I'm clean to that place. I ain't never can they that. do it every time? That's fucking Barb's playing the reverse sweep in India, and he's just got clean fucking bold. Mate, that that's over the fence at six, baby, six and out. Yeah, you're fucking out. Bro, take right. us out, take us out before you rip your hair off your skull. My God, this has been a shambles, guys. I hope you enjoy your weekend. It's not going to be Barb's as hot as last a week. Pack of it's no, it's pokey. <laughs> is this going to be the last series ever? Are we done after this? This is. This might be the last time we. Uh, the last time we all meet in in the room because I reckon a few of us are going to bash the others with the way this has gone. So, <laughs> for anyone listening at home. We love you. Tune in next week if there is a next week. Enjoy your weekend. Appreciate your run sheets while you have them, everyone. They don't last forever. This is the last pod you'll ever listen to. Sounds like you're going to kill the listeners. See you. (laughs) You should spit some bars, bitch. Yo, yo, yo. This goes... Bars with barbs, yo. Damn, Bell Penis. <laughs>